Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome, friends, to another r slash entitled parents video. Today, we've got a crazy story of an aunt trying to take out her own sister. But first, a story from Sharksan. Mormon parents made daughter, 15, sign a contract in order to get a phone number because she got a job. Super long story short, my parents are more on the extreme side of Mormonism, so much so that when I, 19 year old female, moved out the day I turned 18, I had members from my ward asking if my siblings and I were okay. A few weeks ago, my sister got a job from a company owned by Mormons and is heavily supported by Mormons. She then had enough reason to demand a phone from my parents so she could get the job. Fast forward to today, and this BS is happening. I don't know exactly how it went down, because me being an exmo, I'm not allowed to talk to my siblings much, but I do know that she wasn't allowed to disagree at all with anything or the deal was off. This is actually pretty tame compared to what it was like growing up. Mom threatened to have the pantry padlocked. Sister got an infection for not being given medication. I was told I'd be pulled from school and college if I didn't conform to their religion and to their practices. We dealt with racism, sexism, anti-vax, anti-gay, and so much more. I have a ton of stories I could share. I just thought this one was a good eye roll and a laugh. Back to the contract, I agree with some of the rules. I just think it's really weird to make a whole freaking contract. There's things like, I will not look up adult entertainment. I will not receive inappropriate photos. When I'm 14, I can add friends to the phone, but they may not be the opposite sexual orientation. They meant gender. They would go through phones whenever they want, even when I was almost 18. If she violates any of the 22 rules, she loses the phone more and more each time. If it happens a fourth time, she loses it permanently and they will send her to a very bad therapist. I don't want anyone thinking she's a bad kid. She's absolutely not. She's actually really good. Straight A's, nice to everyone, just trying to get through life with our parents. Now that I escaped my parents, I know they'll never change since everything's gotten worse in different ways. I just want my siblings to be able to get through everything with as little damage as possible. This is something you definitely can't help but feel bad for those kids having to grow up in a system like that. Does it shock you that a lot of these kids that grow up in these systems go on to accept that kind of treatment? and continue to perpetuate it themselves as adults? Or is it not that surprising considering how hard they push their religion and practices? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from an anonymous poster. Mom stole $2,000 from me. I was saving for study abroad. So my job had a raffle for $5,000 and I ended up winning it. It was about $3,500 after taxes were taken out and I decided to put 3000 of it into my savings because I'm going to do a study abroad trip, and I really needed that. My mom took $2,000 from me. The first $1,000 I told her yes after some guilt tripping because she promised to pay me back when she got her tax returns. She didn't. She's been constantly asking me for money recently because I get pretty big refund checks from my college. 
Although that money is loan money, so I pay it back after every semester if I didn't use it for car expenses or groceries, etc. But the second 1000 she took, she never asked me. I didn't find out she took the money until a few weeks later when I finally checked my balance. She said she was taking it because her tax returns didn't get accepted yet and that she needed it for the vacation she was taking my sister on. I have no problem with this. I stayed for school and my grandma paid for a majority of it. The problem is that she never told me and I don't think she had any intention of paying me back. If I didn't check my account, I wouldn't have ever known that she took my money and when the time for study abroad came, I wouldn't have had enough. So I had a slight meltdown over this because I don't get to travel and this study abroad program is something I really want to do. And then she starts guilt tripping and deflecting from the fact that she stole my money that I won by saying, I'm sorry we didn't grow up rich. Woman, you were never going to pay for that study abroad trip anyway and you took it to go on vacation without me. She also brought up purchases I made such as a PlayStation 5 when I bought that with the $500 left over after I put the 3 k in my savings. I'm responsible with my money, so I don't know why she was shoving that in my face. Anyway, I was yelling at her for not asking me first and I was like, did you plan on paying me back at all? And she said yes, but she's never followed through once. After I kept on annoying her about it and threatening to tell my grandma, she eventually started taking money from her weekly paychecks and putting it in my savings. I'm upset though because by the time I'm going to go on study abroad, the amount she's putting in wouldn't be the amount she took out. She also owes me money from bills too that she basically begged me to help her pay. I'm just upset because this is money I needed and now there's a chance I won't get it back. She paid me back a thousand, but she still owes me a little over two thousand. It's just so stressful and I don't know how to say no to her without her calling me selfish. I would definitely say for OP's sake to get a bank account that that mom cannot access. If she wants to complain and whine that she can't touch her money anymore, there's a real problem going on there. If they want to complain about how easy it is to put money there and it's such a hassle if you get a new account, keep it, take all the money out of it and put it in a new account in a new bank. And I would just say be unrelenting with the money she owes you and know that no matter what they say, no matter how petty they get or evil or vile, that you're right and she owes you that money. God forbid if it gets to that point, maybe you need some legal intervention. Our next story is from IC Article 5189. Best friend's entitled mother tells me it's my responsibility to provide her daughter pick and drop services. This is my best friend's mom nonetheless. Six of us went to the mall 15 minutes from our house. We were 17 and it was 3 p.m. After shopping, we ordered food. While waiting for our order, her mom called and asked her to get back home. We told her to wait for the food, but she told us she didn't want any trouble with her mom and left. Half an hour later, I get a call from her mom asking me why did she have to come home alone. She told me, as her best friend, it's my responsibility to drop her off. One, I told her that best friend's not a kid. Two, I wasn't the only one who was with her, so how is it only my responsibility? Three, I, who is of the same age as her, shouldn't be responsible to drop her home. She lives in a safe neighborhood. The mall's in a safe area. Everyone here uses public transport. None of us had a car. And the only issue between her house and the mall is sometimes a little traffic. Entitled Mother asked us to meet her at her place immediately. We reluctantly went to Best Friend's house out of respect for Entitled Mother. 
There, the entitled mother told us she's really disappointed with us and especially me. She went on to say with her call, she made it clear that our shopping trip's over and we should all get back home. I told her we were waiting for our food. She told me it doesn't matter. Once a parent tells you to get home, you should drop everything and get back. She lectured us that we, or at least I, should have dropped best friend home since she let best friend go only because she thought I'll be responsible for her. Like what the freak, I should drop her daughter who's the same age as us, but I should travel alone thereafter? Logic R.I.P. Any amount of explanations or arguments from our part didn't change her mind. Best friend just stood there quietly the entire time. Later, best friend told us if we just left with her, this entire mess could have been avoided, making it seem like we were the bad guys. It took me over five years to realize that best friend is as entitled as a brat as her mom. Yeah, this is definitely a crazy entitled mother, thinking they have like any kind of authority over you as a 17 year old. You gotta love that whole, when a parent tells you you need to get back home, you need to listen to them, you can just drop everything and get back home. What kind of sense does that even possibly make? If it was me in that situation, I'd want to be saying like, yeah, okay, I'll head right home. See you later on the way out the door. Our next story is from Coca-Cola. My dad turned himself in. My emotions are still everywhere right now, so I'm sorry if this is hard to understand. My dad turned himself in last night. He didn't turn himself in in the country or city I'm in, but he wasn't in the city he lived in or in the city my mom lived in either, so he obviously traveled there. And the city he turned himself in at is closer to where my aunt and my cousins and me are than it is to where he was. His girlfriend, who I didn't know about and is 21, had been traveling with him since I guess shortly after the time he left my mom's house with a gun. One of the detectives who'd been helping us said that she told the police that my dad had been hitting her. He told her that he was going to put some sense into me and my aunt, and he threatened her with the same gun my mom said he had when he left her house. They said she had initially contacted the police about a domestic violence situation, but didn't want to give the police her boyfriend's name, so the police took her to a domestic violence shelter, and the shelter encouraged her to tell the police everything. The police think she contacted my dad afterwards though, because he apparently told the police that he knew that they knew where he was. And he told them that his girlfriend had stolen his daughter's, me, ID and social security card, and had opened several bank accounts, received credit cards, signed a lease for an apartment, and had furniture and cell phones in my name and some other stuff. A lot of things. And I feel horrible for this girl, because I know my dad used to hit my mom. I can't explain how much I hate to think about this, but my earliest memory is hearing of my mom begging my dad not to hurt her. And when I was little, my dad loaded a gun in front of me and my mom and said he was going to shoot. I remember my mom running outside while holding me, and then my aunt was there in her truck, and we drove away. So I believe this girl. But the thing is, there was a bank account that was opened after I left my dad's house that was opened in my name and opened in person with an ID and a social security card that indicated that it was me who opened the account. And a fraudulent check had been deposited in the account and hundreds of dollars had been withdrawn after the bank initially made some of the money on the check available, before the bank found out that the check was fraudulent. The same thing with a fraudulent check was done to the account that I actually opened. Those accounts are obviously still overdrawn, and as far as my credit and those banks are concerned, until I get things straightened out with these charges in this investigation, Social Security, and the IRS, 
I'm the person who owes that money, and I never got the hundreds of dollars back my dad stole from my account. I think the fact that a fraudulent check was placed in the account after I claimed that my dad withdrew money without my authorization is part of the reason the bank denied my dispute. I don't know about everything my dad accused her of, but since it's safe to assume that this girl is the person who opened that other account, then some of the cell phones and bills that I do already know about could probably have also been opened by her. And she apparently told the police that my dad gave some of the clothes I left there to her. And people might think it's shallow or not a big deal, but since I've moved in with my aunt and my cousins, I've spent any money I had on food or to help make sure their lives are okay because I'm seriously so grateful and my heart's so full and I'm grateful just to be able to help them in any way like they're helping me. But even with the few things I've gotten myself, I barely have outfits or any of the accessories I had. I have 10 cousins and we aren't rich and every room is filled up. So I usually sleep on the couch in the living room. And I hope it doesn't sound like I'm complaining or ungrateful, but this girl's been wearing my clothes and using my things and buying things in my name like she's on vacation and ruining my credit this whole time without thinking about what that's doing to the person whose name she's using this whole time. If she has these things, then obviously I didn't. And she didn't think about how doing this would cause me to live right now or in my future. It's okay for me to be in debt and not live how I want to live because she wanted to steal and have free things right now. So I feel bad for her, but if she had anything to do with this, she needs to be held responsible for it too. I don't feel bad for my dad. I hope he doesn't get bonded out. Whatever he ends up being convicted of and however much time he gets, he deserves that and double whatever that is on top of it. My dad is everything I want to not be, everything I despise. He's the worst type of person. He's a coward. He's weak. He's a user. He's a bully. He's a predator. He intentionally bullies women and he uses them because he knows they're afraid of him. And he'll do anything to make sure they're scared of him and that they'll do what he wants them to do. He has no standards. He beat and lied to and terrified my mom, the mother of his children. He bullied and used me, his own kid, and supposedly he was on his way here to put some sense into me and my aunt, another woman and the only adult to be there for his kid after he and my mom decided to use me, disregard me, and then use me some more. And then he got into a relationship and beat up and bullied a girl only two years older than me, his only kid. And it's gross that this girl's only two years older than me, and we must kind of look alike since she stole my identity. He's disgusting and pitiful. I'm ashamed of him, and it sucks to say this, but I'm ashamed to say that I ever love that individual who just so happens to be my dad. He doesn't even deserve to be called a piece of crap. My brother and sister don't know it, but they're lucky they'll have less of him. I got to talk to them the other day. We didn't talk about my dad or what's going on. I don't know if they even know what's been happening. But I told them I miss them, and my sister asked me when I can come and visit them, and my brother said they don't have anyone to have fun with now. That made me cry, but I'm glad my grandma let me talk to them. I don't know if my mom knows they talked to me. My victim's advocate said my mom asked the police she talked to to let me know that it was my dad who was threatening not to provide the information I need from her so I can receive financial aid if I go to college. I know she's lying and that she and my dad wanted to hold that over my head. Probably her more than him but my school has her information, so the awesome news is that it looks like I will be going to college with my cousin, 
I'm glad that I'll be able to go to college sooner rather than later, but even if my mom hadn't provided her financial information, I would have figured out a way to go anyway. I was already trying to do that, but her doing this makes it easier to go right now. I don't think there's anything my mom can do to make up for everything. The both of them had already been stealing my identity, but most of all, this wouldn't have happened if she hadn't insisted that I couldn't be gay and live in her house. And she defended my dad at first, and she got back together with him. Or, I guess she thought they were back together. I don't care though. I have more sympathy for my dad's girlfriend than I do for my mom. I'm sorry, and I feel so guilty that my aunt and my cousin's lives had to be inconvenienced. And they had to worry about my dad but I'm glad I'm with them and I have them and they have me. My cousin still wants me and her to look for an apartment to move into next month. I want to, but I don't know about moving right now. I wish that at least one of my parents would have had better taste in people so that I could have had one okay parent, but I'm glad I have my aunt. I'm so lucky that she is who she is. I keep apologizing and she and my cousins keep telling me to stop it. We're all excited because we can go back home to my aunt's house now. My cousin told my aunt that she and I still want to try to move into our own place, and my aunt said that she just wants both of us to know that no matter what, we'll always have a home with her. I want to be successful and show people like my dad that you can live how you want to live without taking advantage of people, and I want to be a loving and accepting person so I can show my mom that you can be a good person and still be happy and kind. But right now, I'm so happy I have my aunt. All in all, it's extremely clear that OPs dealt with a lot. Their own parents stealing their ID, social security, making fake accounts in their name, stealing their money, kicking them out of the house, and then all the threats and worry and stress that came after that as well. I'm just glad for OP's sake that this is seeming to be reaching some kind of end in sight. Our next story is from Escaped Family Man, the event that caused my mother to really hate my sister. So I think I mentioned this in some of my previous posts, but if I haven't, I have an older half-sister, Kelly. She's my dad's kid from a previous marriage. Their parents divorced because of the fact that her mom came out as gay, but the two are still good friends and are on great terms. Well, were, considering my old man is dead now, but he still lives on in our hearts. My mother hates Kelly for various reasons. I mentioned a few in a comment on a previous post, but just let me provide a few here as well. 1. Her mom and my dad had her out of wedlock. 2. As stated above, her mom came out as gay, so anyone who's read about my mom will probably understand what I mean here. 3. She's not religious. 4. My mom has this weird belief that kids from a previous marriage should stay with the one who initiated with the divorce, so she was always upset that my dad maintained contact with her. I don't know if this was part of her religion or just a weird belief she has, leaning towards the latter. 5. My sister's a bit tomboyish, or in my mother's words, not ladylike. But I love my sister. She's the loveliest woman on planet Earth, and we've always been really close. I'm her only sibling, so it makes sense. She always spent time with me when she could, picked me up from school, etc. Couldn't ask for a better older sibling. Karen has always hated the fact that I spent so much time with my sister and tried to get my dad to limit contact with her. But my dad refused, of course, since it was still his daughter, which angered my mom, but my dad never cared. Anyways, this was just to preface how my mom feels about my sister. Now to the real meat of the post. The cast list is me, Benjamin the Weirdo, Kelly, my awesome older sister, Karen, my religious nutcase of a mom, 
dad, my poor old man, and brother-in-law, but at this point in time, her boyfriend. So this took place around when I was 15, I would have to say, and Kelly 24. Kelly had invited me and my dad and some other of his family over to a special dinner. It was out of the blue at first, but it became clear what it was later. She was also kind enough to invite my mom, despite her animosity towards my sister, which is honestly quite admirable in my opinion. My mom, for whatever reason, decided to come. My sister and her then-boyfriend were hosting it, and let me tell you, her boyfriend is a real stand-up dude. He's just like my sister, cool, nice, and quite funny as well, always making jokes about how much of a cool brother-in-law I'll be when he and my sister get married. Well, he is, so I suppose the joke foresaw in the future. Anyway, at one point during the party, my sister called all of our attention to announce something, and it was something that made my heart sore. She announced that she and brother-in-law were expecting. Everyone was freaking stunned, and everyone congratulated her. It was the first time my dad had cried in a while as well, and he was gushing. He was so proud of his baby girl. I was excited, obviously, since I was going to be an uncle. My mother, however, was quiet, but I could tell she looked pissed. Very pissed. Once all the other guests left, my dad, me, and my mom stayed because my mom wanted to talk about something with Kelly and brother-in-law. When they asked what it was, my mom asked Kelly if she was keeping the baby. My dad got confused and tried to interject, but Kelly just answered, yeah, she was. My mom got upset and asked why, and Kelly and brother-in-law also looked confused and said, because they wanted to. My dad got involved and asked her why she was asking all of this. My mom pointed out that brother-in-law and Kelly weren't married just yet, so it doesn't sit right with her that they're already having a baby. Brother-in-law pointed out that they don't care about that because they aren't religious. My mom got even more upset and told them to think about me. My dad told her to stop, but she insisted. She asked them if they really wanted to make me an uncle at 15. I tried to point out that I wouldn't care, but my mom just ignored me. Kelly said me being an uncle at 15 isn't that weird, and that it doesn't really matter since it's not like they're going to force me to be babysit or anything like that. My mom finally became irate and started screaming at Kelly, saying that she's disgusting and that someone as young as her doesn't need a baby anyway. My brother-in-law and dad had enough and my brother-in-law told her to get out. She refused, but my dad told her to stop this crap right now, and oh boy, he was pissed. Karen started crying and saying to my dad that she's his daughter and that he needs to control her. My dad just told her to be quiet and that what his daughter does with her life is none of her concern. Karen screeched about how no one ever listens to her and stormed off outside. My dad profusely apologized to Kelly and brother-in-law. They were fine considering they knew what my mom was like. My mom was crying the entire drive back, sulking about how no one values her opinion and that everyone always has to make her feel small and worthless. Honestly, it was like listening to a broken record. When we arrived home, my mom stormed upstairs and locked herself in her room like she always does. My dad was exhausted, the poor guy. I asked him if he still felt hungry and he said yeah. So we ordered a pizza and watched some Netflix. Present day, my beautiful niece is now four years old and she's simply the sweetest little girl I've ever met. Sweet like her mom, cool like her dad. Oh, and if Karen is somehow reading this, 
Just like to say that I'm still in contact with Kelly and my niece and brother-in-law, and I'll be inviting them all to my 19th birthday this year. Peace. This is definitely one of those situations where the entitled mother makes it so easy not to feel bad for them because all they want to do is push their opinion and their beliefs on everybody else and they want everybody else to conform to what they believe is right. And when somebody's acting like that, it's just very easy to go like, nah, you're insane, have fun on your own. And our final story of the day is by Zaroga21, entitled Dan wants to destroy my mother's reputation, nearly gets her killed, and then is lucky to be alive. The title might sound a bit overreacting. It kinda is and I'm sorry for it. Bad stuff could have happened, but nobody really got physically hurt in the end. This story is about my aunt I mentioned in my last post, but this story happened a few years earlier. For this story, you'll need some backstory about my older sister. When she was about 16 or 17 years old, sister and my mother didn't really get along that well. Sister was the typical entitled teen diva, luckily she isn't like that anymore. Nothing was good enough for her, she needed the newest clothes and they had to be pricey. We didn't have a lot of money. Mother was raising three children alone, so she couldn't get her a lot, but tried the best she could. Sister went out often and met friends. One certain friend was visited very often, and she had a good connection to his father. The father owned his own construction company, had his own house, and was a nice person. After some time, sister moved in with him. They had a good father-daughter relationship. Nothing sexual ever happened between them just before people ask and mother was sad but let my sister do what she thought was right for her. They never lost contact to one another and visited each other often. Sister was happy, mother was happy that sister was happy, and the father was happy about having a new child after his son moved out some years ago. The father lived in a small town nearby, maybe 2,000 people lived there, and there was just single-family houses. It was a town where everyone knows each other and the smallest rumors spread fast. Sister was like the princess of the town. Everybody liked her and the father. Wherever she was going, people greeted her and she liked the attention she got. She even had a lot of influence about the town. Don't ask me why, but when her neighbors wanted to get a pool, they asked sister if she knew what would fit best and got exactly that. Now, enough about why my sister was raised a few years by another person other than mother. This story is about my aunt, so let's skip a few years forward. Sister lived with the father for about two or three years at this point and constantly stayed in contact with mother. My aunt, entitled aunt, somehow managed to get a boyfriend in this town who instantly let her move in with him. Entitled aunt's boyfriend was a good friend of the father, so meeting up between entitled aunt and sister happened more often than mother or sister would have liked to. Entitled aunt and her son lived there in this nice town, got spoiled by her boyfriend, and felt like she was worth the world. She bragged about that a lot to my family. Mother tried to go no contact with her very often, but then my grandparents were used to brag and get the stuff to us while they just informed entitled aunt about everything we did. We order a pizza, Entitled Aunt knew it. We went shopping, she knew. Entitled Aunt bragged about how we had so little stuff, and she got everything she wanted from her boyfriend. We just ignored her as good as we could, but then she started spreading rumors. In the town where Entitled Aunt and sister lived, multiple rumors about mother started spreading. Mother doesn't care about her children. Mother hooked up with every man in the bar she worked at. Mother would get drunk and hurt her children. Those were just some examples, and because of how manipulative Entitled Aunt is, 
people believed her. Sister tried to stop them from spreading, but couldn't, and Entitled Aunt even managed to manipulate Sister a little. Because Sister was the princess of the town where everybody loved her, everyone got mad at Mother. Me and my brother didn't notice at the time and just lived a normal life, while Mother got death threats on Facebook from members of the town. And my mother needed to take them seriously, you'll find out later why. Mother reached out to the father and sister to clear up the crap that's going on here, but they were unsure themselves about some of the things, because some of the things that said were at least kind of true. As an example, me and my brother did once go to school with some bruises, and Entitled Aunt told everyone we got them from our mother, when it was just us two hitting each other because we were stupid young boys. Entitled Aunt wasn't stupid and got everybody in the community to hate mother until sister and the father snapped out of manipulation of Entitled Aunt and remembered the good times we had together as a family. Yes, mother made some mistakes, but she was a single mother raising three children. It would be more surprising if everything was done well rather than having some mistakes. Entitled Aunt continued to brag about her good life to us and is sorry that her sister is such a piece of crap Sister and the father, the most known and loved people of the town, started to talk to the people that all the rumors were just BS, and that Entitled Aunt is just a stupid idiot. It took some time, but more and more people trusted the father and sister. Entitled Aunt's boyfriend was still on her side, but he was just manipulated too far for some simple words to reach through to him. More and more people of the town sided against Entitled Aunt, and because of that, Her boyfriend still searched for some help from sister and the father. He wouldn't believe it and just sided with Entitled Aunt and they both moved out of the town together to some new place about 400 kilometers away. And that was needed. The people of the town just wanted to make Entitled Aunt pay for her bad-mouthing mother, but sister held them back, telling them how some jerks just stay jerks and more. If sister wouldn't have stopped the people, Entitled Aunt would have been in big trouble because some people of the town had connections to a biker gang, more specifically the Hells Angels. For everyone who doesn't know them, they're one of the most dangerous gangs that ever existed and they drove through the town every now and then. My mother had like two to three people from them as regulars when she worked in the bar. That's why she took the death threat seriously. Nothing ever happened to my aunt, and her boyfriend quickly broke up with her afterwards and he moved back into the town, realizing how big of an idiot he was. I don't know more about the situation, because I was myself just like 8 or 9 years old when all of this happened, and everything I said was told to me from my mother, sister, and friends in the town. Just writing this out lets me think about how much of a jerk my aunt actually is, and how happy I am about having no contact to her. Bottom line, it takes a terrible, terrible person to treat other people, especially family, the way that Entitled Aunt did. There was nothing for them to gain other than just like, to stir the pot, to cause drama and try to make them feel like better than the people they're putting down. The Entitled Aunt deserved to be exposed like that. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.